0: On the tee from Australia, Adam Scott. Here it is, Adam
1: Scott. Expect anything different?
2: Brilliant. What an up and down that was. In
1: your life have you seen anything like that?
2: Welcome to the clubhouse.
0: Oh yeah, g'day everyone and welcome to the Clubhouse. Julian Bayard, Mark Allen with you as we talk all things golf right across the country for the next hour or so. If you do miss any of the show, just search for the Clubhouse Golf Show on iTunes. You can download the podcast each and every week and it's a very... Big welcome to Mark Allen. Good hey, to Mark see you, o. Jules.
1: How are you? Yeah, I'm really well, buddy. That's very, right. very well. KT Kim wins the Open for the girls, which is very good. Well done to her. Played extremely well. Mm-hmm. And Hideki Matsuyama. How about this kid from Japan? Uh, we're in the middle of the USPJ at the moment. Yep. And this bloke, if he ends up winning Ooh. somehow, if he ends up winning, he becomes the first Japanese player to one a major but you'd reckon he'd go to number one in the world, so I he'd mean, uh, tick two boxes some there. Some sort of four, Marco. What,
0: what about that for a final round?
1: Uh, he's 61. Yeah, <laughs> just ridiculous. Just I mean, just, you know, we, we speak about this a little bit. You know, I, I get course records. You can get on a roll, should a course record. You just can.
0: Of course I play out has Mark Allen written on the bloody plaque. Both of them. That annoys things. me Both every courses. time. Both courses. Me Both courses. So There's um, actually that course will never be broken either because it doesn't exist anymore.
1: Good. So I get that. You can get on a roll and putts go in and you know even your bad shots kick out in the fairway and blah blah blah. You can do it. Yeah. But when you shoot a 61 at a golf course like Firestone Country Club uh, and beat the last three holes too just for fun. Mm. It's pretty amazing. Mm. It's Pretty amazing golf. Yep. Um, Scotty Henn did well too, our Australian shot 63. Yes. How about his round in that third round? He shot 63 with 22 putts and two, three putts. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I mean, obviously, look beautiful greens, best players in the world. That sort of stuff happens regularly because, what well, we we're talking about a second ago, sometimes your bad putts go in and your good putts go in too. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have twenty-two putts yep. um, in, in a round of golf. But I've got to say, watching last week, and particularly the sixteenth hole, it's six hundred—it's over six hundred and sixty yards. Yeah. So it's over six. 6- Hundred meters. It is downhill. The drive. The drive's downhill. Not a big yep. hill. It's not like the last at um, you know where they play the tournament of champions in in uh, Maui. Mm-hmm. It's not it's like that. Not quite. It's not like down on almost a forty five degree angle. But it's it's downhill off the tee. To see players knocking it on that green, <laughs> and there is water in front. It's not yeah. like you are running it up. No. So you got to carry the ball six hundred and sixty yards with two shots. Uh, the ball now. Has gone to a whole new level yeah. of stupidity. It's too far. It's crazy. Is it
0: becoming far too easy for golfers to just be able to bomb it
1: long yep. and straight? And the nose—it's all about the no spin. Yeah. So, bomb it long is one thing. Yeah. But to be able to hit the ball 400 yards and straight—that's another. Mm. And the reason they can do that is because the ball doesn't have side spin either. So when you take when when you get rocket scientists working for companies like Taylor and, and and i don't want to you know titles have been the number one ball for a long time yes but this tp5x has now taken things to a whole new level if you haven't used it go and use one because this is the ball that's going to wake up the rna and the usgo they've had a bad couple of years this, these two oh. mobs
0: but <laughs> well, that, where do we start <laughs>
1: Jack Nicholas, Gary Player, Arnold Palmer—they've been calling for a ball wine back for a long time mm. because you know to find a property to build a golf course on one now is almost not double in size, but certainly 150 percent. Yeah. Because if you build long courses, you have to build wide courses too. That's that's the mm. thing that people forget about. It's not about just extending tees; you've got to make it a little bit wider as mm. well to make it fair. Um, so to, to 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 do that. It's getting more difficult, but what it does hurt is that these beautiful, classic, wonderful, timeless golf courses that we have around the world are now unplayable when a tournament comes to town. So, somewhere like, and let's just use our number one, mm-hmm. Royal Melbourne Composite. Yes. If the big boys came to town to play Royal Melbourne Composite, and I'm talking about Rory McElroy and Dustin Johnson. Yes. And John Rahm. Adam Scott, Jason Day, our guys as well. They wouldn't hit any more. If it was a, if it was a still day, they wouldn't hit anything more than a pitching wedge to most of the par fours. Yeah, yeah. uh, it's not, it's not good enough not anymore. Good golf. That's not good enough. Yeah. I mean, the first, you know, the first at the first at Royal Melbourne composite. Yeah, the way it used to, the way it should be played, uh, is the first on the west, and most players. I saw some of the kids playing there in the um, Todd Senate. Playing there in the New Asia Amateur Championship, Todd it to hit a three-on off the tee. <laughs> it's a straight hole, folks, that has a little bottleneck down there. He hit a, yeah. a three-on and a pitching wedge. Ridiculous. That sounds, that's on. that's The extraordinary. second hole. The second hole. Now, it's funny because we used to play Royal Melbourne composite a lot when I first turned pro. Yep. So I turned pro in nineteen ninety and we played it a lot early. And the second hole, which is a par five, used to be a driver and a three wood mm. with the old wound ball and wooden clubs. Yes. And I, when I turned pro, I, was, I had a persimmon driver. And the p- drivers that were around were those tiny little tailor-made ones with the gold shaft. <laughs> that, you know, that was the technology going around. No titanium, just the middle head and it was really small. And it was really small because it was so heavy mm. and they couldn't get it light enough to make it big like they can with the titanium and now with all the different substances, all the different materials they use. But it was a drive with my persimmon club and a three wood with my. I used to have a Mizuno three wood. When you that. cleared those bunkers on the right, straight oh, yeah. over the top. But into in, the corner. Into the wind. If you've if you played that golf course into a big wind, yeah. you had to go left. That's right. And I wasn't the longest hitter, but I was certainly one of the boys. You know, I was up there. Mm. But, you know, guys like Allenby and, you know, he was a long hitter. He, he used to hit the ball about 20 yards past. But we didn't play Royal Melbourne for a while. And we went from this four year period from the wound ball to. The two or the three piece ball, which was the tireless ball that came out, and that turned into overnight. So, we hadn't played it for about four years. We went back there, the second hole <laughs> was now a three wood and a six iron. Yeah, so that was in late 90s. So, early 90s, persimmon driver and a three wood or a two iron to four years later, five years, six years later, late 90s it went to a 3 wood and a 6 iron mm-hmm. then they lengthened the tee a little bit now it's that tee that they lengthened and now gets in the way of the 17th hole which is a you know you don't want that sort of stuff yeah, happening it does actually get in the way yes. you don't want that sort of stuff happening but this is this is the big fear for everybody now the amazing thing is because the ball doesn't spin with the driver what they've done is the technology with wedge grooves still lets you spin this <laughs> ball when you've got a sand on in your yeah. hand so, so you get the
0: best of both worlds,
1: Marco. You get which the is, best of both worlds. For
0: the uh, the hacker like us, or like, not like mm. you, but like me, Yeah, it's great.
1: I feel like a hacker these days. <laughs>
0: it's great. But for these pros, it's becoming... Absu- absolutely absurd. absurd. I agree. And you watch the highlights on the PGA Tour website, and this, and you just—they just keep going. How far are these blokes hitting the ball? Yeah. And it's just—it's extraordinary. It's
1: yeah. literally extraordinary. Rory McIlroy is not a big man, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean much because you know a lot of small guys have been superstar players. Gary Player, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Hogan—you know the list will go on and on and on. Like you could reel them off. Lee Trevino—they're all very strong, like Rory, but they weren't. Well, they weren't big guys. Yep. Last week he hit forty-two drives. <laughs> 42 drives. Only four were under 300 yards. Only four. Yeah. Seven were over 350 yards. And it was something like 12 or 14 were in between 320 to 350, and somewhere between 12 and 14 were 300 to 320. Yeah. So, it's not a golf ball anymore. It's a missile that doesn't spin. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they've got to change. Now, We mentioned the R&A and the the USGA. We've mentioned them a lot in the last... But if they do not do something about this golf ball soon, then the Rory McIlroy who emerges and the John Rahm who emerges and the Dustin Johnson who emerges 40 years from now, they'll be hitting it 400 yards. And then what happens to our golf courses? You know, these guys at the R&A and the USGA, they've gone, oh, it'll cap, it'll cap out, it'll cap out, it'll cap out. It's when you and I were probably designing a golf ball in the wind tunnel. But they have rocket scientists <laughs> now designing golf balls and right. golf clubs. Yep. Not, you know, not old Tom Morris, who's <laughs> filing away and putting screws in the face of a Persimmon club. That guy's gone. Rocket scientists are designing. So let's get the ball spinning again. That's the so only that's the way. You can, yeah, it is. That's
0: the answer. What do they do? All right. What do they do? What are we changing?
1: Well, uh, look again this that's the best question of all what you just asked and I'm not a rocket scientist but I do know this as a golfer the difference between a TP5X and a TP5 yes. or a Pro, Pro V1X V1. and yep. a Pro V1 and all the other different versions mm-hmm. is really noticeable so they can do it so they need to get the ball spinning more than just the Pro V1 or the TP5 Yep. that has to happen it has to spin more and you know what happens then? Then the pro will start using, instead of using a 10.5 degree club, they'll start using, they'll have to go back to an eight no, 8.5. And it's amazing that two degrees on the club face, what it does to side spin. Hmm. And then when the ball can, is, there's more backspin. now that they're using a straighter face club, there's going to be more side spin as well. And then there's going to be more what's known as, you know, when, you know back in the old days, the ball used to start low and rise. Yeah and then do a little bit of drawing. That's friction through the air. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. And the friction through the air slows the ball down. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, there's no spin, no friction, and no side spin either. Yep. And even less side spin because loft, more loft, outspins the side spin. You get that? I get it, yes. Yeah, so when when these when these long driver guys, when they hit a five-degree driver or a three-degree driver in their long drive, did you see someone drove the ball 470 yards to win the other day? <laughs> Four hundred and seventy yards. That's another story. But the side spin is is the long driver. That's his biggest issue because the, there's no loft on the club. Mm. But you get guys like Dustin Johnson who hits a ten and a half degree driver and doesn't spin the ball. Yeah. <laughs> back, no backspin. Well, it's not going to be side spin either because, like Just I said before, bang. loft the loft backspin will override the side spin. Anyway. They've got to do something quick, mate. Otherwise, it's just going to be curtains. Yep. For all the good golf courses around the world, it's going to be stupid.
0: Anyone out there who hasn't tried the TP five X or the TP five or the new Pro V one? I've given Pro you V1 some, X. haven't you? Oh, mate, still use them? It's They're ridiculous. TP 5s awesome. Even with the still spin it. Even with even with the it's seven
1: awesome. and the six and the five, mm. I mean, it's really noticeable. It's a club, or and, and yeah. into the wind. I mean. You know, I keep on thinking to myself, yeah. I'm playing in a four-club wind. It's been pretty windy down here in Melbourne lately. Yeah. I keep on feeling like it's a four-club wind into the wind. It's not. <laughs> I'm bashing everything straight through. Yeah. Like, I, it I, I've is, had to make that adjustment. You have
0: to genuinely have to adjust your meterage with yeah. your club. It's, I reckon it's probably between 8 and 10, yeah. 12, 15 meters yeah. difference, depending on your lie and
1: condition. And, and downwind. Yeah. This <laughs> is the thing. Downwind, with, with it, the ball actually falls out of the air a bit. You're not putting enough backspin, but... Yeah. When it falls out of the air on fairways that run, yeah, it lay you know you carry it three like I'm carrying it downwind three hundred yards. Yeah, down like a four or five club wind, I'm carrying it three hundred yards. That shouldn't be able to happen, mm. and then the ball rolls another sixty on the yeah. dormant fairways. <laughs> it's it's craziness what's yeah. happening. They've now, got to
0: do something. From the most technical chat we'll have on this show to the most non-technical chat we'll have, Marco. I thought one of the great uh, moments in golf this week. Mm. Players playing in shorts, yeah, in the warm-up fantastic. round and the uh, the players' championship.
1: Do you know why? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really wet and yeah. been very very humid, yes. so they tick that box, which is yeah. great. Oh,
0: how good was it? It's just different.
1: Yeah, fantastic. I mean,
0: I'm not I'm not one there to say I like to you know, yeah. look at bloke calves, but there's just it was a <laughs> nice change.
1: It, one of the biggest <laughs> issues for the US PGA, it's always called it's it's, not, it's some people call it the hot major because it's played in August, which is in America the hottest month. Yeah, news pretty much overnight. Now, Joe Monaghan, the, the runs the tour commissioner, he floated this about 12 months ago. You and I spoke about mm-hmm. it, that the USPGA might go from August to May, yes. and that will bump the uh, Players' Championship from May back to March. Mm-hmm. Now, it's very hot in Florida in May, and that's why they've had to go to the Queensland Greens, for lack of a bit of, you know, just so everybody yeah. gets what I'm talking about, the Bermuda Greens. So... That'll get bumped to Mar- to March, which probably means I'll go back to Bent Grass Greens, which will make that that tournament better mm-hmm. and probably be more inclined, because it's on Bent Greens, will be more inclined to give it a major tag. Yep. Um, They play at Augusta. They play on Bent Grass Greens. The reason they don't play Augusta in summer is because it's just too hot. So they don't want the Bermuda Greens because, you know, it's just not as true a role. Yeah. You have to know too much. You, you almost have to be a member to putt well on them. Um, so that's why they shut the golf course because they want the bent grass greens. But this will be good, mate. This will be really good. Um, unfortunately, and I know you you like it, but unfortunately, if they move it from August to May, there probably won't be a need to play in shorts in the practice rounds. Yeah. But it will free up the calendar. It'll make it easier for all these guys to prepare for Presidents Cups and Ryder Cups, and also the FedEx Cup yep. at the end of the season. Absolutely. So this is going to be great um, from 2019 onwards. We're going to see a brand new lineup. And I also think it's going to make the poor cousin, the USPGA, is the poor cousin of the majors. Yes, I think I'd, I'd much rather watch the Players' Championship than the USPGA. Absolutely. That's just me. This week's a little bit different because Jordan Spieth's going for a career Grand yes. Slam. But I reckon when you put the USPGA in May, then we're kind of, it's fresh, you know? It's the second major of the year. Let's see who wins. Yeah. And the Open Championship will be last and that's always going to be, you know, If it's not the best, it's the second best. If it's not the best, it's the second best. No matter where that is, it's going to have interest. So So it's going to be great for the game, great for scheduling, great for the players. um, And also, we'll probably see it on better courses as well Mm. because maybe not up north, but some of the best courses down south when they're just coming out of dormancy uh, and they'll be pristine Uh, in that date in May. So, fantastic news.
0: All right, we've got to get to a break, Marco. I want to talk a few other things. Uh, Did you see some celebrities out in the golf course this week? We saw uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, I I want want to to talk talk about about that.
1: that. Yeah, I want to talk about Steph Curry. Yep. Can we do that next?
0: Yeah, we'll do that next. Um, Lots to get through as well. Uh, Jason Day's season uh, coming up to the end. He's had a bit of a chat about his underwhelming season so yeah. far. I'm keen to get your thoughts on that. So no, well, yeah. Justin Bieber making his way around the golf course this week. Did you see him?
1: No, I didn't see Justin Bieber. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to escort uh, Mayweather Jr. out in this oh, yeah. uh, bout. That's <laughs> normally that's normally where I see Justin Bieber.
0: Yeah, Rory McIlroy's uh, best mate being his caddy and him doing his own yardage last week with the top five finish. So I didn't mind
1: that. Yeah, um, that, that. That won't last for long. No, You get sick of doing your own yardages. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> Absolutely, you don't want bit- to be you. You don't want to be a professional golfer and a mathematician. No, <laughs> no, you do not.
0: <laughs> but up next, Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about played that. played all right. We'll talk about that next.
1: In your life, have you seen anything like that?
0: You're listening to the Clubhouse. Yeah, welcome back. It is the Clubhouse right around Australia. Julian Bayard and Mark Allen with you as we talk all things golf. Now, Marco. When you mention uh, famous basketballers on the golf course and uh, creating headlines, the most famous name that I think comes to mind is Charles Barkley and his perhaps worst <laughs> swing
1: of all time. Yeah, it's, it's no good. He's got a few <laughs> he's got a few mental demons, I reckon, Charles. <laughs> that
0: pause is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen.
1: It's <laughs> not comes... a Hideki pause, is it? No, it's, no. it's, it's Hideki times 50. It's a Charles falls, <laughs> yeah. pause. It, it comes halfway down on his downswing. That's not the place to pause. No. <laughs> if you're wondering, George. And
0: do you, do you talk about
1: momentum through the more there's zero. No, 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 he's cooked. Poor old Charles and he loves the game too. It's he sad does. to see. Yep. There's nothing worse, you know. Yeah, yeah, the yips the yips, and we talk about that's the that's not yips, is it? <laughs> oh, well, I don't sure. know. I don't know. If you haven't, YouTube, Charles Barkley, golf Swing. It'll yeah. be the funniest thing. Hank Haney couldn't fix him. Yeah, Hank yeah. Haney, the Hank Haney project.
0: Yeah, they did that whole TV episode on him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hank couldn't fix him. Yeah. So, I don't know uh, what's going on there. Mm. But Steph Curry. Yes. Played in a web.com tour event. He did. So he's a two handicapper. Yeah. Now, Normally, normally, you know, if somebody came in and, you know, took a struggling pro spot, you know, it's their chance. You know, it's, it's always, that's mm. the way you build it up. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you see John Daly coming from the ninth alternate or 13th alternate or whatever the hell he was when he won a PGA. Anything can happen in the world of golf. And that was life changing from John Daly. Yep. So the argument is always, what about if some kid got in instead of Steph Curry and he goes on and wins and, you know, wins the Masters or whatever? That's the argument. But you've got to balance things up. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is a world superstar. And there are people out there who weren't b- brought up with golf like you and I, you know, parents who played, mm-hmm. who are curious about golf. Yes. And when they see someone like Steph Curry playing uh, in a tournament, that might just tip them over the edge of Jack actually getting the, going down the driving range and having a bit of a hit. You know, I've been playing basketball my whole life. I love Steph Curry. I've been playing NFL or AFL or NRL or whatever, rugby union, whatever. I've been playing all my life. And I always hear my friends talking about playing golf. And, you know, you see people like Steph Curry. And, you know, you see all the quarterbacks that play mm-hmm. on the... When, when you see someone like Steph out there mixing it with the pros. Now, 74-74 is eight over par. Yep. And he missed the cut by 11 shots. Mm-hmm. If a professional golfer did that, you would have a real good look at yourself. You'd actually almost... You'd almost pull out of the next tournament if you were playing next week. If you missed the cut by 11 shots and call the coach and get organized and yep. see if you can do it. But for a two handicapper. Yeah. The shoot 74 74. He probably play one play to his handicap because you know the courses are always rated a lot higher That's when right. the tournament's on and from the back. But that could be enough to get some kids playing golf. That's and right. I'm not talking about kids playing golf and getting on the PGA tour. I'm talking about growing Social the game. Golf. Growing the game. Because it is a great game. It's a, it's a game for life and we talk yeah. about it all the time and for a lot of people that don't play because They just weren't shown as kids. Mm -hmm. But when you see people like Steph Curry and like others getting involved and, you know, he's got a great swing too, by the way. He's got a fantastic golf swing. I was going to ask you about that. A fantastic golf swing. Smooth, isn't it? Does nothing wrong. You know, does a few things wrong for a pro, but does nothing wrong for an amateur. That's right. Nothing wrong. When others see Steph Curry make the game look easy, Oh,
0: I think it's fantastic. Well, the web.com... Um, social pages and their um, their Twitter feeds, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Their numbers were huge. Yeah. And the video downloads and the yeah. the um, fans at the course yeah. were huge. Yeah, to absolutely. To follow around. So I think we I think we'd just be able to you know I say know, it was a success. It is
1: great for the game. I in balance, in balance, because you don't do it all the time no. because of that kid missing out That's right. on his spot. Yep. And the web.com tour is a great place to do it. A really, really good. You place want to, to see it on
0: one of the major tournaments? No, no, on the PGA tour. No, that'll
1: never happen. No, it, it's happened down here in Australia. Mm. Yeah, we've given people spots. Yeah, um, doesn't always work out. <laughs> but, we, but 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 we've given people spots, and some of those. Um, oh look, there was a Formula One driver, English Formula Formula One driver, who came down and played in Adelaide <laughs> and made a you know, shot 87, 86 or something. Two of those because mates with Greg Norman and. Shark got him a spot. And said, "I'll come down and play," but you know this guy's got to play as well. Yeah. God, what was his name? I'll think of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he he made a gig of himself, but Steph Curry, you know, he, he had the the most people following him. <laughs> so his group, you know, it had all the spectators following him. Um, it was all over the place, right around the world. You know, not just in America, everywhere around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that sort of stuff, you know, people are called a publicity stunt. Well, yeah, it is. But it's a great stunt for go- for the game of golf. It, it shows people that it's, it can be fun. It, can, it shows people that, especially when he does it, that it can be easy. Yep. It can be an easy game. Nigel Mansell is that his name? Nigel Mansell. Yep. Thank you, sir. Uh, does it say what he shot? Uh, South Australian uh, Open. Standby. Yeah. Standby. Stand Nigel Mansell, South Australian Open, way back in the eighties. Uh, it, it shows people, you know, how much fun it can be. And you know, when you see him smiling in that environment, maybe. Maybe a few extra people will take on the game of golf.
0: Seventy seven and eighty-six, You shot. Yeah,
1: no, the eighty six was about. Seventy seven was good. Yeah.
0: Finished with a birdie too.
1: Eighty six is no good. How
0: about Steph Curry's first drive though, Marco? No, Did you I don't see know. this. What happened? So he had I think it was a three wood office. He said he was really nervous. Yeah. Really nervous. Yeah. Hooked it to the left yeah. into the crowd. Yeah. Went up there. Where's my ball? Crowd goes, Oh, it's just in here. Golf cart in the drink holder. Oh, you're joking. First shot he in the drink, first hold- shot, <laughs> hit in drink holder. <laughs> had to get the rules official over for his first shot. How, good, how about
1: Isn't that? Isn't <laughs> that funny? Isn't that funny? You know, he's you think of the clutch shots he's had to make yeah. in championship games in the NBA. Yeah. And probably does it like you and I just drinking a coffee. That's you know, right. it's no big deal. Yeah. And he gets on the first tee of a, of a tournament. It's, and here's another one, Annika Sorensen.
0: Yes. Remember
1: when Annika she Sorensen took on the fellas? Yeah. yeah. She put, she held her head up high there as well. She, yep. I mean, she missed the cut by about four or five shots. But, And it was the shortest court. But she, she tells the story where on that, well, it was the 10th tee where she hit off. But on the 10th tee, that's as nervous yeah. as she has ever, ever been mm. on a golf course. Mm-hmm. So it, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, you take people out of their comfort level. That's right. doesn't matter what pressures they've felt in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things change. Things can change pretty quickly yeah. uh, when all the eyes are on you and you're not expected to, oh, well, there is some expectation. There yeah. probably is expectation.
0: Well, I think everyone wanted to see him do well, which was good. Yeah. Yep. Jason Day, Marco, I uh, want to talk about him. He slipped to number seven in the world. Mm. Uh, just two top 10 finishes this season. Uh, and all majors, on, the, all so, on putting. He's majors putting. Majors so far, 22nd, missed the cut, and yeah. 24. Uh, the last
1: couple of years, he's been the best putter in the game. Yep. That's a big weapon. Mm. If you are the number one putter, strokes gained, that is an enormous weapon. If you can look up, while you're on your computer there now, yep. look up putting stats PGA Tour, strokes gained, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's past 50 and you know the difference. You know we're talking about if you know I think last year more often than not he was plus two point five from one tournament to the yep. next where he played well, which is just enormous. That's per that's per round. So plus two point five on on the field from the positions where he putted, um, you know that ends up being two point five. What's that? Ten shots are ten shots around that he's up against yep. all his opponents from the positions where he putted. So you can see the it's advantage. 53rd. 53rd. Yep. Yeah. What what's the number? Is there a number next uh, to his strokes gain putting? 0.272. So he's just just above. Yeah. So he's
0: an 8.9 total. 8.9 total, total strokes gain putting.
1: Righto. Yeah. So yeah, you, know, you go back to his you know formative years when he was you know a force in the world of golf and challenging for majors. and yeah, you know, he wasn't basically he wasn't at the top what basically wasn't out the contention there mm-hmm. for, for a period of time there might have been five or six majors um, out of eight where he was just yeah. right in the hunt well that's can all be traced back to what he's doing on the putting room Yep, all of it and look I, I think he's lost the eye of the tiger personally mm-hmm. I, I keep on hearing that he's got a sore ankle or a sore wrist or he's got the flu or something's happened um, so golf's not front of mind you know yeah. if you know you, you know you, you're you're a sports journalist you, you go to People in other sports, and they just you know they're not telling you that they've got a sore ankle, or they've got a sniffle before they play. They've got their eye on the prize. Yep. I think no excuses. Jason's eye hasn't been on the prize. Yeah. Because you wouldn't think about your sore ankle or your wrist or your back. You'd be thinking about how am I going to shoot? How am I going to shoot 18 under this week <laughs> and win this tournament? Yep. That's all. You'd be, that that would be front of mind. Everything else is secondary, third. Fourth way down the so far down the list, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I did um watch this week online the two iron he hit into 18 last year at Bolter's Roll, same tournament 260 to yards, make an eagle uphill. Yeah. Ridiculous. To knock that eagle in. Ridiculous. It's probably one of my favourite shots I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I reckon. It's yeah. as Ridiculous. good a shot as... So think how far he's, yelling he's fallen. at the ball. Think, how far, the ball. <laughs> think how far he's yeah. fallen
1: in those those 12 months. And it took some unbelievable play from Jimmy Walker to actually mm. beat him,
0: <laughs> holing out from bunkers and... Yeah.
1: He won this two years ago. Yep. He won it at Whistling Straits. I reckon that's right. Yeah. Whistling Straits last year came second at Boulder's Roll. It would be a surprise to see him on Monday morning our time yeah. in a dogfight. It would be a surprise. Not impossible, but would be a surprise. And his putting will be the key. Because he yep. still hits it pretty good. Mm. The put, you, know, you can hit two good shots on the first hole and your hitting's away for the whole week. Yep. But we need him to hole a 10 foot early. on yep. well, one, two, or three. Bang. Yeah. Uh, probably in each round. <laughs> probably in each round. Just to round. get him going. Just, Just to, get to get him, going. him going. All yep. right,
0: Marco, we've got to get to a break. Plenty more clubhouse still to come. Stick around.
1: Have you seen anything like that? You're listening to The Clubhouse.
0: Welcome back. It is The Clubhouse. Julian Bayard and Mark Allen with you as we talk all things golf. Now, Marco, during the week, uh, a fascinating chat mm. I heard you have.
1: Yeah, look, one of the great things about golf is if you're not going too well with your putter, you can get a new putter. Or if yeah. you're sick of the <laughs> driver, you can get a new driver. And sometimes it does spark you into action. That's right. The second-hand golf club market is becoming enormous. And a lad called Daniel Coford has left his job and yeah. has started this on on Facebook, I'm not yeah. on Facebook. But on Facebook How are you is, not on
0: Facebook, by the way? Everyone's on Facebook.
1: I'm forty eight years old, mate. Yeah, but everyone's just, on Facebook. No, I'm on Instagram. It's much better. You on Instagram? No yeah. hate. No hate on Instagram yeah. and you just let people in who you want in. Yeah. Um golfers HQ, he's got this little chat up and going as well. It's, it's a it's a chat venue. But what is interesting is if you're on Facebook and you go to golf, buy, swap and sell, he'll tell you the story here in a yep. tick then you've just got people swapping golf clubs from all over this country. 28,000 people, he calls them organic yes. followers. Yep, So hasn't bought any of them. Hasn't bought any of them, and they all live in this country, and they're all over 18 years old. There are some rules that uh, need to be applied to all the swappings yes. and selling and everything else, buying, but have a listen to Daniel Kofit. Uh, and and if you're just, you know, if your sand line's no good at the moment. Thinking about swapping a club? Have a listen. Have a listen. The
3: Facebook page is called Australian Golf Buy, Swap and Sell. Right. Okay. Um, And then we have another page called Australian Golf Advice and Discussion, which is you can just jump on and chat about golf and uh, complain about uh, rules and anchoring putters and balls going too far.
2: There we go. Good. What is the most expensive? We didn't get an answer. Do you know do you have an answer or is it the Scotties? Uh, it's
3: one of our uh, local Victorian sellers sells a lot of Scotty Cameron putters and you're probably looking up at about six or seven grand yep. Australian. For some of them. Yeah, yeah. People will pay that as well. So what are they? They're just you know they're just one offs. They are they the sixty twos, the you know, the sixty two ones. Uh, not the... circa sixty twos, they're normally um the GSSs or double O nines or anything like that. Normally the the high grade stainless steels. Um, right and they're brand new. Sometimes not brand new. No. Also depends on the grip. You can have grips that go up to a thousand dollars just for one Scotty Cameron grip as well. Why? It's
2: a grip. Limited. Limited. What? So you've got you've got the forum. Mm-hmm. You've got the forum. What are the biggest? Do you do you watch them every day? Do you watch what they're talking oh, it's what about? I do for a living. Yeah. so yeah. <laughs> Make sure it stays safe. Yep. What are the big talking points at the moment that generates the most interest? The two
3: main ones recently
2: yeah. are the anchoring um, yes. the anchoring
3: situation. Um, we've got one particular member, Brian, who uh, doesn't think that uh, that's breaking the rules. I- I'm neither here or there, but uh, right. a couple of our... But if, <laughs>
1: handi- if you've got a handicap, no issue. If you if, if you yeah. actually have a handicap, and let's say you, if you putt freehand, then you're off 20, mm-hmm. but if you putt with... Um, uh, an anchored putter, belly putter or, or, yep. or the big broomstick, then you're off 15, then who cares? Mm. Your handicap looks after that situation. So I've got no issue at all with club golfers anchoring, bellying, doing whatever just to get you out in the golf course. Go mm. and do it. The handicap looks after it. Yep. But when you're playing in a scratch comp or when you're playing in a tournament, like such as a British Open or what we're seeing week to week on telly, then enough's enough. Yep. Enough's enough. That's in my view anyway. Do
2: you see much of this? I mean, I, I've got a... A, a young lad I know whose father's bought himself a set of clubs, right? Yeah. Up in Asia. Yeah. Gold lining. Gold lining. Tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> Do you see much of this stuff coming onto the onto the market?
3: Not really. I mean, I was again. I was surprised. You talk about the Honma and the gold yes. plated stuff yep. when I was in a. Um, uh, uh, a shopping center in Japan. You've got seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars irons just for irons. Mm. It's crazy, but um, mainly on the buy swap and sell stuff. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot cheaper. Um, ninety
1: thousand for the irons. Yep, it's ten thousand an iron? I'll uh, send you the photo
3: after the show, mate. <laughs> All
2: right, let's talk about Golfers HQ for a second. Yep. You've got so that's where you've sort of got your own collection and you Correct. sell. Yeah. Yep. What's your um? What do you got in there? What are your little nitty gritties you've got in there that we need to know about?
3: Oh. We've got a lot of X demo drivers. We've got yes. a lot of Ping G drivers coming in next week as well because they've just replaced it with the G four hundred. So we've got a lot of them coming in. A lot so
1: that's uh, so basically a generation old. Correct.
3: Right. So we do a lot of stuff that's a generation old. There are some people that do swap stuff quite frequently. So we might get some newer stuff. But if somebody comes to me and said, "I need this specific specifically," if I don't have it, I I can't source it. It's it, it's purely.
2: And are you getting? some tour issue drivers coming through there as well because all the shafts now yeah there's just so much i don't know how much of this is reality i've been off tour for too long but oh that's the tour issue model and all of a sudden it's worth like triple correct yeah Yeah, so i
3: do um but we do have a lot of people on our pages that do say tour issued and stuff like that And nowadays there are easy ways to identify it but as you said um, sometimes when somebody sees the word tour issue that can add a premium to the product now as you guys know, um, the tour issue stuff is made to a, um, a better quality or, or, or finer tolerances. But generally speaking, for the guys who are mid to oh, high yeah. handicappers, doesn't really matter.
0: There he is, Marco. So if you're out there with a golf club that you're not quite happy with, maybe you want a new putter, new jump driver, on Facebook, something like that, jump on Facebook. Have a look at the uh, the website there. You know, you could uh, could change your life.
1: Yeah, and he's got uh, he's got a little side business where he he sells buys and sells clubs. So I don't yeah. know how he does that. He must buy clubs that are a generation old and then, you know, sells them for a little bit of an upkeep. But he, he's left his job and yep. he's uh, going pretty well. Good on him.
0: Great chat. Good on chat. you, buddy. Up hey, next, yes, masterclass. Yeah, I've
1: masterclass.
0: What do we got today? I've got a good one, this a good one. Yeah, I got a good one. Hang around. Nice. going to be life-changing. Plenty more clubhouse still to come. Marco's masterclass is next.
1: Marco's masterclass.
0: Yeah, each and every week to finish the show, we get a free golf lesson from Mark Allen. Uh, all for Club Mandalay Golf Course. Play golf. Play Club Mandalay. Visit the website clubmandalay.com.au You can book online there clubmandalay.com.au Before we get to a masterclass mm-hmm. shout out to my old man who got his first ever hole in one You're yeah, kidding me Last week at age 73 up in Coolum You're He's joking the old Palmer course up there Are you really? Yes In so, between
1: dinosaurs? Yeah Just checking well out done. the car collection you and would the I played with a guy called Billy Mann who holding yeah. one on the 15th hole at Kingston Heath on yep. Wednesday yep. So well done the Billy as well Yes That's my eight. Well done to your dad That's it First one? First, first one, one. Yep We've done a golf good. course our entire
0: life.
1: <laughs> and that's the first and one. And he would
0: have played thousands upon thousands. Upon was it a large celebration three. or did he take it in his uh, stride? Took it in his stride. They went back and, you know, obviously got to shout at the bar. But <laughs> unfortunately
1: at the Coulomb course, there not
0: many people in the bar. So it was all right. But then had to buy dinner and everything. So. Now,
1: as a golf coach, you might have the greatest ideas in the whole world, Jules. You might have the best. Yep. You might be spot on. But without using correct vocabulary to get the point across... They're almost useless. For instance, a lot of people, when I you would give a putting lesson, they they'd ask me, "How do you hit a putt?" You don't hit putts, folks. You don't. There is no hit in a putt. You stroke, and the ball gets in the way. Mm-hmm. That that's very important. But vocabulary now, and I was listening to some of the Golf Australia coaches just recently. They, they were showing that They had this big, um, what do they call it, the kind of a coaching session. In Houston, so all the best players that we have in the country, they're traveling all They all converge in Houston, and the Golf Australia coaches look at them. And I've heard this from some of the other best coaches around. Your backswing or a takeaway, it kind of implies that you take the club away with the arms or you swing your arms back uh, when you say backswing. The best coaches in the world now are bypassing those terms. Mm -hmm. They now call it a wind-up. A wind-up? Yeah. Yeah. Because you start thinking about your backswing, this is old terms, uh, as a wind-up, and the first thing you do is is you wind your body up. You don't think about taking the club away with your arms or swinging your arms back with the club. Because as soon as you take the club away with the arms, your arms get behind your body. Or as soon as you swing the club back with your arms, the arms get behind the body. And we know that for a million years, the biggest issue in golf is when the arms get behind your body or... Behind's probably the wrong, when your arms aren't in front of your body. Yep. When your arms aren't in front of your body, see how vocabulary has even changed yes. the way you thought of that? When your arms aren't in front of your body on the way back, then there's got they're, they're out of position and you're basically chasing your tail throughout mm. your golf swing. So today, especially those people who hit a big slice, don't think of a backswing or a takeaway. Put the club behind the ball and wind up. Wind up. And watch what happens. Yep. Because you won't use your arms as much. You'll get a big shoulder turn. Instead of having that really long swing that you could never, ever get rid of, because mm-hmm. you've been thinking of a, of a takeaway, that'll change as well. Yeah. So go through. It's exactly the same routine. Put the club behind the ball and wind up. Wind up. And then go through the ball. Nice. So there's a different way. So vocabulary helps Coaching. Interesting. And don't hit the putt either. No hitting putts. No hitting. No hitting it's chips. A stroke. You stroke chips and you stroke putts. Yep. And the ball just gets an eye.
0: Fascinating. I never thought we'd have a vocabulary lesson on this show, Marco. Nor did but I. There
1: you go. Nor did I. There you hey, go. Um next week. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about how to hit a ball with crooked eyes. Crooked eyes. Now we just spoke like about this Sam Sneak. Because for people who don't listen to this
0: show and don't follow your tips, I've been following your tips about the hips through the mm. ball and making sure that uh my Your hips don't is, come uh, closer. That's right and uh, getting that rotation through there because they were were just sort of
1: pausing at the impact. In fact, I can say this. See, this will make people hang around for next week. If you are not hitting the golf ball with crooked eyes, Mm -hmm. then you don't know what you're doing. Well, there you go. Stick around. Next week. Marco's Masterclass. Hey, but don't forget the wind-up either. The wind-up. Don't forget the wind-up. No more takeaways. No more backswing. It's a wind up. And if you are
0: winding up, play golf for two at Club Mandalay, including a motorised cart and a drink, just $79. <sighs> clubmandalay.com.au. Marco, catch you next see week. See you next week. Good we'll have you, a new major winner, potentially, or a great story. Fingers crossed. We'll see you then. See you, buddy.